0: This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. So good. Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Steve Conwell. How are you doing, Steve? And where are you hanging out right now?
1: <laughs> doing great, yeah, I'm hanging out in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas.
0: Wonderful. Steve Conwell is an accomplished entrepreneur with over 25 years of business advisory and financial consulting experience. Steve is passionate about helping business owners creatively tackle their biggest challenges and successfully grow their businesses. Throughout his career, he leveraged public accounting, internal audit and controls experience with Fortune 500 and middle market companies. Always returning to his entrepreneurial roots. I think your mission to discover the optimal way to sell your business just remarkable. So very thankful I can talk to you today, Steve.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot, Yuri. I'm looking forward to it. Here
0: you go. So let's dive right in. So my first question to you is, um, what's your uh, who's your <laughs> what? <laughs> who's your ideal client, and what's the biggest challenge they face?
1: Yeah, you know our ideal client. So if you think about the lower middle market these are business owners that have companies that are valued anywhere from 10 million to hundred million in uh, in enterprise value. Um, So what does that mean? Um, Those are typically revenues of 10 million to 150 million. They're uh, business owners that have had their companies definitely for over three years. So there's some track record involved, Um, typically male or female. uh, It doesn't matter. uh, In a wide variety of industries, uh, but they are, Within five years, looking for a potential exit of their business, and that's an ideal customer of ours
0: do do you have any indicators? what are early signs they 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 should look at kind of like so what is an indicator for them to say, "hmm, I might be ready?"
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a great question I mean it's a uh, it's very personal for everybody, right. Uh, But if you look at the baby boomer generation right now, um, they're all of an age where they're starting to think about retirement. Uh, When you had COVID, it was tough. They didn't know, should I sell? Should I not sell? Uh, If I'm going to keep the business, how long am I going to be able to do that? If I'm 70 years old, I want to keep the company until I'm 75. So that's a uh, typical response. When you get to the lower generation, Generation X, um, the millennials that have businesses, Um, I always say that start to sell, meaning that when you kick off your company, get it into a state where it's built to sell, regardless of whether or not you're going to transition. Those are the optimal business operations and circumstances for a very healthy company regardless. Uh, But you never know when you're going to get a call and you'd like to be in a position to say, you know, go or no go for sure.
0: Interesting. Thank you for, for clarifying that. I was really curious about that. Um, so, but uh, assuming we're all humans, right? <laughs> what are common, common mistakes your clients typically make when trying to solve their problem?
1: Yeah, you know, the biggest one, uh, well, there's two. Uh, one that comes to mind is that it's kind of like your will. They know that they need to do a lot of exit planning, build in strategies and help to maximize their value, make sure that their business is attractive if they go to markets uh, and exit ready, but what do they do? They just put it off, you know, kick the can down the hill. This is a huge mistake um, because there could be literally millions of dollars you're leaving on off the table, uh, and that's significance. Um, and we see this all the time. Um, the other thing is owner dependency. And what I mean by that is, is the business dependent on the owner to operate, whether it's all the key customers, research and development, the face of the business. Those businesses, it's tough to sell those for maximum value. Uh, If you do sell them, oftentimes it's going to be, well, we'll give you 50% up front and 50% in an earnout. let's say, over the next three to five years based on targets that we're going to agree to. That's a tough situation when you've owned your company, let's say, for 30 years, and now you've got a boss in a private equity group who's 35, and you're 65, it's going to be difficult to potentially hit those targets when you're in a completely different culture. So those two things are, we see this all the time, and these are things that we would love to address early and often.
0: That sounds really a problem that uh, you should address early on. And, uh Yeah, thanks to have you, right? (laughs) So, (laughs) before I ask Steve, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Steve, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement uh, that will help with that kind of
1: issue? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like for our company, we do... Free summary valuations. Now, granted, our target market is that lower middle market industry, but it behooves any business owner to understand what the value of their company is and how that value is arrived at, because there's qualitative and quantitative drivers that come up with an intrinsic value for a company. And then from that stage, you can build strategies for saying, hey, here's what we do well, so we're going to showcase this, but here are opportunities for improvement to increase the enterprise value and our sellability. That that just goes 100% without saying. Wonderful.
0: So um, I want to give you also the opportunity and platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that, but also in a broader sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have two types of free assessments online um, that really we drive all of our prospects too. So one is a free evaluator tool. Now granted, it's a valuation tool that business owners are going to fill out. So it drives into their level of knowledge on how to do that and the accuracy of the information, but it does give them a flavor of what their business is worth. They can also get a free consultation to go through that and drive into it in more detail. We have another type of assessment that is a sellability gore. So how sellable are you? Now, here's the thing. The, the average sellability score is only a 57 out of 100. So it's not like, hey, you get, you've got an F, right? But what's been found is that businesses that score an 80 or above sell for 67% more than the average business. And businesses that score a 90 and above, which is pretty rare, uh, they're getting double the offers or double the value. And that's significant. And I just this information that is gleaned from this as a business owner, considering the fact that I sold my first company back in 08. And several years later, as I got into this world on exits and mergers and acquisitions, I knew I left easily 2 to $3 million on the table. And we thought we did well. Because we didn't know at the time, any of this world that kind of plays around us with merger and acquisition advisors, exit advisors, and how these business sales actually happen.
0: Well, this sounds like a, a must-have tool. So <laughs>
1: definitely. Don't yeah, oh, wanna, my gosh. Um, I, wished, yeah, I yeah. wish I would have had it back then because we actually would have gone through an entire competitive bid process and not sold to the number nine public accounting firm because that was our exclusive buyer. So we would have made some different business decisions, and it would have been a much more lucrative exit. Based on that, for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Good learning, right?
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> lesson question. to learn for sure. Yeah.
0: Good. So, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Oh
1: wow, that's a great question. Um, you know, the big thing is that very. Strong, very experienced mergers and acquisitions advisors. It is typically not the industry that matters because we get this question all the time Have you sold a business in my extremely unique industry? The odds nationally of somebody doing that may be very small. We like to say that, look, getting the buyers in our experience is not the challenge. Um, That's the easy part. It's the thousand complicated steps afterwards that you've got to have the right experience to go through the process. The other big thing that I would say, and these are two sayings that go universal to any deal, and it's that people, i.e. usually advisors, sometimes business owners themselves or the buyers themselves will kill deals. The other thing is that time kills deals. And so when we talk about a business and getting it exit ready, and really ready to go through a market process to sell. The more ready they are, the more they're quick with accurate and complete and timely information and succinctly go through the process, the better chances they are to actually have a happy and lucrative exit. Uh, It's shocking how two weeks before a close, because of deal fatigue, sellers are tired, people are stressed out and frustrated, it shuts down. Um, the other thing is I equate selling a business, like, uh, especially I'll do it from the guy's perspective, uh, and the women's perspective too. But, uh, I remember when I found out my wife was first pregnant as the guy, Oh, Hey, we're going to have a kid. You know, you're all kind of excited about it, but it hasn't really registered. Right. And it didn't register for me until about seven and a half, almost eight months in when I was, uh, fixing to take a consulting job with EY that was going to have me traveling 24 seven. And my counselor brought me in. He said, Steve, what are you doing? He goes, you're fixing to be a father. You understand that, right? You're never going to see your kid. And then at that moment, it dawned on me, this is the same thing with selling your business. As much as an owner understands that they're going through that process, they need to be personally ready to exit. They really need to reflect on life after the sale and mentally prepare for that because they can be just you know two weeks out, a week out a day before and all of a sudden it hits and this is their baby, right? They started this company. It's like their child that they're giving away and suddenly they don't want to do it. So all of this stuff, uh, there's a lot of psychology involved as you're well aware going through exits and uh, it's the, uh, the coaching and just kind of helping them through the process. It's the most fascinating uh, thing. I think the business owners will go through. It's incredibly rewarding. Uh, but it's got its ups and downs. Um, we like to say that, uh, talk to a buyer we've worked with quite a bit, and he says, man, because we don't have a deal, a real deal, until it's been shut down at least twice by the owner, if not three times, you know? And then we settle in, and now everybody's there, and we get through the process. So hopefully that answers your question. It was a lot of different uh, snippets of no, information. No, no,
0: thank you. A very insightful. Uh, thank you for sharing. And uh, we're getting already into... The uh, family uh, territory, uh, and this brings me to my final question. So, um, when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family, and why?
1: Oh yeah, I've got a couple. Um, so one was me personally, and I really our whole family as well. But we're a legacy University North Texas alumni. My dad graduated there with uh, Mean Joe Green back in the day. My wife and I met at college at UNT, and our son is a senior there. And they went to the National Imitation Tournament for Men's Basketball, qualified for that, and won about two weeks ago. And I was in Las Vegas. Uh, we won the semifinals, and I told my wife, i got to go because we may never make it again. And we got to go and be there with, like, a 1,000 other you know, UNT alumni, and it was just an amazing feeling. Um, the other, uh, I can go back to my son was part of Marcus High School Band. Uh, And it's a nationally ranked uh, five-time Texas State Championship band, very, very large band. And we went to nationals, and uh, we made the finals, and a bunch of the kids were just sick. And I remember they they all suck it up, right? I mean, you're going to go ahead and do it, go through that final uh, show. They're like eight minutes long. And it was just an amazing feeling to see the kids got through it and uh, it was their best performance of the entire year. And I think they placed a fourth in the nation. And I just remember the goosebumps of, I mean, we've seen that show a hundred times, you know, and they're super complicated. You would appreciate it. I mean, just the level of complexity and the composers music that's being played, but it was just a, an awesome feeling in a gigantic Indianapolis Colts football stadium. To, uh, to hear that so that's bringing back a bunch of memories I'm kind of like tear up to be honest with you uh, but uh, it's just a really really tremendous time
0: wow well I asked for one we got two for one <laughs> thank you <two laughs> for that it's a good deal <laughs> thank you Steve for this amazing Goosebum story thank you for uh, sharing this memory and also thank you for our conversation it was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today
1: Oh, thank you very much, Uwe. It's been a really good time. Loved uh, just getting to know you. And uh, if I can help one business owner in just a small way, it'll, it'll be well worth it. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at ube.corn.com.